Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. That's fucking delightful. Hello and welcome to the Rogue Report podcast in association with Sunderland Community Soup Kitchen. My name's Rich Spade and I'm joined down the line from Dublin by Michael Dunn. How are you this afternoon, Mike? Rich, it's a bloody good Friday now. I feel like breaking all Catholic traditions now and having a beer. I'll just go to confession tomorrow yeah. after that. <laughs> oh, it's certainly worth it. I'm sure he'd forgive you. And yeah. uh, and we're also joined from the northeast by Ant Waterson. How are, the, how are you, mate? Yeah, mate, really good. I mean, that three points has made me feel a little bit better, you know, personally. I've had my second vaccine yesterday and I really don't feel very well. But watching that has cheered us up no end, so... We'll go on. Fantastic. Yeah, um, I, th- I think a few people are struggling after the vaccine, but hopefully it'll be worth it in the long run for everyone. And um, great result today, as as you said, 3-1 to Sunderland against Oxford United at home. I mean, overall, I don't think anyone can complain with the, the scoreline, but God, it was, it was hairy for a, a while there, wasn't it, Mike? Yeah, especially the first half. I mean, the, uh, we started brightly, but I think Oxford got on top there. They had a really high kind of aggressive press and they were in our faces and we were kind of struggling to string passes together coming out from the back especially um, I think I said in the WhatsApp group I think Shadipo the winger there was excellent for them today he really threatened from the start uh, but I think the game kind of changed in that red card in the second half for Sykes we we definitely came into it then we showed more urgency and the likes of Jones especially was outstanding second half along with Gooch um, and we well deserved the win in the end Yeah I thought I thought we yeah definitely deserved winners but and I was nervous in the first half given their goal on on 20 minutes was was really well taken wasn't it I mean they broke away and swept the ball out to the right and the lads Henry got that great striking on goal were you were you expecting it to be uh, a tough afternoon after that Ant? Oh yeah definitely I mean I mean the goal itself I think Probably, I think it was Max Power let their midfielder get away. Mm. You, just, you just take the yellow card there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was a little bit disappointed with Power for that, but it's a nice finish. It was a nice goal, and to be honest, on the kind of on the basis of the game, Oxford did deserve that. It, it was coming. Um, you know, we were a little bit sloppy, a little bit slow. I'm not sure Linda Gooch in the ten was was working. No. Um, to be honest, um, so I was kind of you know up until and including the goal thinking why why is O'Brien and Winchester not playing in this game but mm-hmm. um you know they 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 did they, t- they took it well and they as Mike just said there they were very very good with the press you know um the wingers caused us all sorts of problems um so on basis of it they probably deserved to be 1-0 up and we did well to fight back and you know take all three at the end absolutely i mean it was a a, a decent fight back by Sunderland in that first half 
we came into it more, I think, probably from like about 35, 40 minutes. We started to get back into the game and then it was a touch of genius from uh, Jordan Jones on the on the right wing, brought down a lovely diag from from Luke 9 skinned his man, nutmegged the defender in the middle and picked out Gucci, prodded home just before half-time. And I, I have to say, I, I think if we hadn't gone in at 1-1, I think it would have been a, a bit more of a struggle in the second half. But as as you mentioned, Mike, the, 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 um, the second half, we did come on a lot stronger. Um, and then there was the, the, the that kind of pivotal moment, wasn't there, of the of the red card. The game was really loose at that point. It seemed to be going from end to end. Um, I th- did you think he was a bit unfortunate to get that second yellow? Uh, I I think who who was fortunate was Luke O'Nine with the bad mm. touch. Um, I was like, shit, he's giving this away right in the box. I was expecting mm. someone to come in and just shoot and score, but... Uh, no, it was definitely a red card. I, I like from what I can gather, it was two footed. Like it was, it was fairly high mm. as well. Um, I think it was definitely a red card. Um, and I, I don't know what Car- Carl Robinson was going on one then after that as well. He he got sent off too. So I don't know if he was aggrieved about that or something else. But there seemed to be a few things that he wasn't happy about. But on the red card, no, it was certainly a red card. And I think on that moment, the game changed. We ser- seemed to get more urgency. Um, and we got our our, our kind of big players into the game, the likes of McGeady as well. Um, and we started creating a lot of chances, but uh, that was definitely a red card. Yeah, it was a straight red for me. It, it, it was his second yellow because he got booted in the first half. But I thought yeah. it was a straight red. I thought it was a really, really bad tackle. Dangerous. Um, yeah. It was. It was a poor touch by Luke O'Neill, and obviously in the box, yeah. if you if you're like if he doesn't go in for that, the the, the play, if he doesn't go in for that, he's going to get criticised off his manager for not you know for maybe True. backing out of tackles. But you can't do that now. You know you you can't do that. Yeah. If you go if you miss the ball there and you catch the player, you're asking for trouble there. For me, I thought like I say, I thought it was a straight red. That was a really bad tackle. But luckily enough, Luke's not injured and got away yeah. with a bit of a slack touch. Mm. So we'll we'll tap that one. Well, yeah. I mean, my initial reaction was that he'd gone in two footed and it mm. could have been a straight red. I, uh, when I when I say a bit unfortunate, it was because of that um, the the poor touch from all nine. He was kind mm. of. He had to. He had to lunge in for the ball three yards out. You know, if he'd made connection with the ball, and not the man. He might. He might have prodded it in in the same way, I guess, as uh, as as Gooch did in the first half. But we came on a lot stronger than that, as you say. Um, they made a triple substitution, but before that, we we were really coming on strong. Um, and then, after loads of pressure from Sunderland, we 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 got ourselves ahead on eighty. 81 minutes um great um play from from Lyndon Gooch actually to 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 set up that second goal um from from Aidan McGeady when he cut it back super bit of bit of play wasn't it Mike yeah and you know Gooch had a really poor first half but he was outstanding second half when um we took he we took McLaughlin off and put Gooch into the, the kind of full back role wing back role and he was just getting so much joy in that wing, and he was doing what he's good at. And I think what all Sunderland fans get frustrated with is that that is what he's really good at. We just mm. want to see it more and more from him. We just don't see it enough. But he was really good second half, and he, he, the mazy run into the box, cut it back for McGeady, and a typical McGeady finish slotted it into the corner. It was a really good finish, yeah. Um, and I think from then on, I kind of felt comfortable because we were just attack after attack. We were getting on top of them. Up until the last couple of moments, there it was a bit hairy at the end before we got the third goal. Yeah, and I mean, I didn't feel comfortable, even <laughs> even when we were two one up and uh, and they had ten men. I I was I was as nervous as 
have been all season. Those last <laughs> 10 minutes mm-hmm. uh, seem to go by so slowly. But in the end, there was a, there was a, a, a two-minute period, wasn't there, Ant, where you know the the game, the result were, was won, and and I think Luke O'Nine played a, a key part in that, don't you think? Yeah, it was absolutely superb from uh, from Luke O'Nine. You know, defensive defensively, I mean, it was a great ball in by but it was one of their subs who come on. He looked absolutely dynamite, mm. didn't he, from Oxford? Yeah. And um, he put it. It was a beautiful ball, and I was just expecting the net to bulge, and then you know, up flies Luke O'Nine like you know Superman. Um, heads it behind for a corner, and then obviously from that we we go on and score a third. I mean, it it's just that that clearance means so as much as Max Power's goal, doesn't it? You know, it was superb, mm-hmm. and um, you know he's come under a little bit of criticism. Luke nine for playing, you know, at centre half being at fault for a couple of goals. Um, I thought the Lincoln game, you know, I thought he was at fault for that. But today it it just shows there what he's willing to put on the line for the team there. You know, what I mean, because that was just superb. The last ditch, last ditch defending, and absolutely magnificent. And who'd you expect it from more than Hugo Nine? Or you know, he was the one player you expect to do that. He did, yeah. and, he, and he he was absolutely superb. Yeah, a little bit of, a note on the formation today, lads, and 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 the lineup. I mean, the formation it was four four two. I think there was a few different permutations possible when the team sheet was announced. Um, the the big thing I think was touched on earlier was was Lyndon Gooch in that ten mm. position. Um. It, it didn't seem to work. Uh, I don't know who wants to come in on this, no, but it, it, was, it, it yeah. didn't seem to work. Um, yeah, and I, I don't think Gooch is a 10, really. I don't think it suits no, him, really, for his kind of game. Uh, as I was just saying earlier on, I think when he's going at men, um, defenders, like fullbacks, that's where he's good at. We needed someone in there who can link to play, someone like O'Brien, uh, even maybe Chris Maguire. I actually thought he was going to start mm. today after his performances uh, through the week for the reserves. Um so yeah, it didn't work. And I also, just on another note I, I pointed down was in the first half especially, I thought um, we kind of isolated McFadden there in the wing. Shadipa was absolutely killing him. Um, McGeady was giving him no support. And I thought Johnson might have changed that as the game went on. Um, and he didn't do anything really about it, I thought, which was kind of surprising. But um, yeah, no, the formation, it kind of worked. He kind of evened itself out with some of the changes he made as well. The subs for Johnson, which probably, you know, balances it out. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it was fluid, wasn't it? He brought Stewart on, who looked mu- much better in that position. Like, you could link up a, a, a bit better. And, and actually, Gooch, as you say, marauding down the right in the end was was the, the thing that, that won us the game. And I think it's certainly a game of two halves. I think in the first half, we must have only had a couple of shots on on their goal but by the end of the game we'd had 13 shots on on goal and six on target and were probably deserved winners of the match let's have a look at some of the um the 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 three word reviews we've got on our twitter um lots of celebration going on which is really nice to see um jonathan is there saying and i think this reflects how i felt right at the end of the game which is absolutely fucking glorious maybe not as a performance but as a result as a as a result, and we will come on to the other results as well. But as a result, um, that was so um necessary. Uh, James uh, Tweedle uh, echoes that absolutely fucking buzzing. Um, Phil SFC says um, sign Jones and Sanderson. I'm not sure we're going to get either of them. Four words, Phil. It is. It is. Well, it was a symbol. It was an, it was an and sign. Um, and then we've got uh, Jason Beatty fucking tunes on. Absolutely. 
Next stop, Peterborough, says GSC 95, grinding out results, says Colin Armour, massive comeback victory, says Mark Koopmans, Jordan Pardikes, Jordan Jones Goated. Um, let's skip down a little bit further down. Um, Evan Lloyd says Sunderland winning machine. Um, we've got uh, Spencer Davidson, Daddy Jordan Jones. We've got uh, <laughs> Jean Gill, Beat Portsmouth promotion. It does bring us on to the the the, um, the, the other results. I think before we go into the player ratings, it's probably best to note that uh, late goals from Peterborough and Hull won them both their games. Um, we are on uh, 70 points um, after 37 games. Uh, Peterborough on uh, 72 after 38 games and, and Hull on 73 after 39. So we're still still in our own hands. Obviously, we've still got to play both of them. But has that given you a little bit even more confidence, Ant, that we're gonna that we're going to be able to keep this winning run going? Because um, the form is amazing. Mm, yeah, I mean, uh, there was a good point brought up then in the three in the three word review. Winning like we won from behind, which you know mm. we've really struggled to do it, even you know in any League One um, game, you know under under three managers, and it was good to see that to deal with. Obviously, you know, I mean, we, we I think we can all agree Oxford were probably the better team in the first half, but then when we mm. when we've scored completely the right time to score, it's always the best time just before half time, and. We, We've gone in the second half, and even before the red card, I thought we were we were looking the better side, and that, that's a huge three points again. You know, yeah, we look at you know Hull and Peterborough have got got um, last minute goals, but listen, this is going to happen. You know, Hull and Peterborough are good sides. You know, and um, it, we just need to focus on our results. If we keep this form up, we're going to go up. You know, the, the games mm-hmm. in hand are, are, are crucial for us. You know, I mean, I wouldn't be aggrieved going to Peterborough now and not not losing. You know, if we get a draw, I think that's a fantastic result. Um, you know, yeah, we all want to win. You know, obviously, I mean, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a fantastic game. You know, mm. we're on about being nervous now, intense now. What's what's Monday going to be in front of the cameras? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be on edge, aren't we? Um, so I mean, it's a huge game, but no, I mean, if we keep this up, you know, and and we've got a really hard running. We've had a few hard games, and we've. We've we've come out really do we've done really well and if we keep this up you know this is going to be promotion I'm I'm in the the camp as well um, Nick Barnes was in on Thursday on the preview pod I just think we're going up now you know I'm I'm really really confident maybe too too confident but you know it, it it's a best the best feeling I've had in a long long time about this club so you know what, let's keep it up really yeah what are your thoughts on the on the form and the and the potential. Uh, ramifications of of all three results today. Obviously, everyone uh, is in the same position they were before mm. kickoff, Mike. But do you think that mm. that coming from behind is is the is you know the really crucial thing about this result in the long term? Yeah, and I, I mean, it was uh, Andy mentions Nick Barnes the other day, and it was something he said as well. We're doing things that we weren't doing under previous managers, mm-hmm. beating mm-hmm. uh, beating Joey Barton. Uh, you just said today, coming from behind. Uh, kind of hoodoos that we had before are, are not part of this team. This team don't care about that. Um, this is a new Sunderland team. We're, we're playing with a confidence I haven't seen in years, as Anne said. It's great to see. I really am not worried about any other teams at the moment, to be honest. I just think we're on such a good run of form. I think any game we go out, even Monday, I'm not really worried about Peterborough. I think if we play our game, we have a, a very strong chance that we can win the match. Um, 
So, I mean, yeah, I, I'm the same boat. I can't believe I'm saying this. We're, I think we're going to from, go up this year and <laughs> we'll sing it. Mm. Let's go. With it. <laughs> I mean, that's the first time we've beat Oxford at home as well. Yeah. They go on. So it's just these hoodoos yeah. are going out the window, you know, about week by week by week, aren't they? You know, we're like, we've won at Wembley, you know, we beat Joey Barton, we beat Fleetwood, beat Burton for the first just, time yeah, in League it just One. just seems written in the stars, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like the, the copybook's going out the window every yeah. week with, with us. And it can only, like I say, it can only... And we've got players to come back. We've got Denver Hume and mm. Bailey Wright to come back, who I'm sure will improve the side. So we've, uh, we've, we're in a very, very good position. It's now important to, you know, kick on now and, and finish the job, really. Absolutely. I mean, I think resilience and steel and that kind mm. of belief was evident today at no point did we look like we weren't going to go on and win the game ultimately I mean there was maybe a period in the first half where they were a bit on top but you're going to get that they're not they're not they're no mugs Oxford they're actually a decent side and there's some decent talented players in there but we coped so let's um, go into the player ratings then Um, I'll be I'll be all traditional and I'll take Lee Burge (laughs) Not very much to say about Lee Burge today. He had a couple of touches of the ball, smothered a couple of uh, loose balls in the box. I think there was one just after half-time where it came from a corner and and uh, they didn't get a good connection on it, but he, he secured the ball really nicely and he was alert because he'd hardly touched the ball before that. But, you know, when a player doesn't have that much to do, it's the standard six, it's the starting six because he really wasn't involved in the game at all. So six for Burge. I'll come to you, um, Mike, for uh, Conor McLaughlin. Uh, he was on until 66, but um, I don't know, what did you have to say about him? Yeah, I always seem to get Conor McLaughlin. I always <laughs> seem to say the same thing when I get him. Steady Eddie. <laughs> it's the Irish like Mike, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he linked up well with Jones at times. I think he got a yellow card in the first half for a tackle on Hanson, which wasn't great. Uh, but other than that, steady again, some nice crosses in. Uh, I just have down. He never seems to play badly. I think he's a, he's reliable. He's another standard yeah. six. You're never going to get a bad game from him. He does he does his job well. So another decent performance from him today. Yep, yeah, I can't disagree with that. So and you've got uh, Cal McFadden. Um, yeah, I've I've gone for a six for McFadden. I thought you know I agree with what Mike said about Shadipo in the first half. I thought he had him on toast really, but I'm not overly sure it's all McFadden's fault because he no, needed help and McGee yeah. didn't give him that help. In the second half, I actually thought he defended excellently. When we were under pressure, he was really, really good. And what what has been missed, I think, was just before the Lugo 9 header, McFadden made a superb slant tackle on the edge of the box to stop them from breaking through. And that was really, really good. And I just think every time, every week now, he is sort of looking more comfortable. And we're not... We're not saying these things about him, what we were saying, you know, three or four weeks mm-hmm. ago where he was, he did stick out like a sore thumb, you know. So I've, I've given him a solid six. I nearly give him a seven, but just for the first half performance, he probably doesn't deserve that much. But yeah, I thought he was, you know, again improved. So, um, and it's given, it'll give Lee Johnson a headache whether to bring Hume back in. And, and, and he doesn't need to rush Hume back in, which I think is good now mm-hmm. with, with Sanderson showing, uh, Sanderson, McFadden showing a, a little bit more form, which is good. I I can't, I can't disagree. Yeah, it's a six, six and a half from me. Yeah. Um, I thought he he grew into the game as well. He did. Um, and 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 ultimately, uh, the lad uh, should should have or got taken off, um, mm, yeah. towards the end of the game. You know, and 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 he hadn't he hadn't in the end managed to to beat him that often. So uh, I'll take Luke nine. Um, I get I, I had him as a six at half time. I thought he was a bit shaky in the first half. He grew into the game, 
I'd not bumped him up to a seven, and then he got an extra mark at the end of the game for uh, for 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 basically securing us the points with that header at the back post on ninety one. So I, I've given him an eight, um, just because you know it's vital moments like that um, that are really important in a season. Um, so I'm gonna give you uh, Dion Sanderson, Mike. Yeah, um, I th- I thought it was a little bit of a mixed bag from Sanderson today. Um, I thought he looked shaky at times, especially in the second half. But he did have some some decent clearances. Um, distribution was kind of fifty fifty, another mixed bag. But Taylor and Shadipo, especially in the first half, as we've mentioned a couple of times, were a serious handful for the two centre halves. Um, and they were putting them under a lot of pressure, and that's kind of where the poor distribution came from, just from the pressure that Oxford are putting us under. Uh, but I think again. He got better as the game went on, like 9 and McFazzy, and I think everyone got more comfortable in the defence as the game went on. Maybe Oxford tired a little bit, I'm not sure. But obviously when they went down to 10 men, he was more comfortable on the ball, he was coming out of defence with it. Um, and overall, it was a, a solid performance. I, I, he was okay, a 6, maybe 6.5. I think, I think that might be a little bit harsh, though on okay. the ball he was great. <laughs> but, there you, but there you go. I mean, let's if you have a quick look at... Um, Matty's done the ratings on the website, and he's gone for a 7. So, you know... Um, there's that spread of two marks between me, uh, Matty, and yourself on on Dion Sanderson, but it's a game of opinions. And um, so, what was your opinion on um, Max Power then, and um, the goal scoring uh, sensation at the end of the game? <laughs> um, again, probably a game of two halves. I thought first half he was he was poor to be honest, and I think I've mentioned before. I think he should have took that yellow card to break the goal to break their goal up, you know, he had mm. the chance to bring the player down and it's a, it's a clever yellow card and it's probably what you need to do there. Um, but he didn't do it. Um, so, and, and I was kind of thinking I want Winchester on at half time, probably for power, but second half, he, he, he improved and led us to the three points really. Um, you know, won quickly won the midfield battle again in the second half, you know, that might've been down to Oxford being down to 10 men, but he looked more comfortable on the ball as the whole team did, to be totally honest with you. And um, got a really nice goal, you know, really took took the finish well and gets an extra mark for being a complete shithouse in front of their bench. So, you know. <laughs> what a celebration. Yeah. Gets, well, he, did get a, he got a yellow for that, didn't he? He gets a yellow card and an extra point from me for that, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so he's got a seven uh, for that one. Yeah, I love I love stuff like that, Rich, honestly. Yeah. Absolutely love stuff like that. So, and if any time, you know, someone does something like that, he, he'll go up in my estimations. Like, so I thought that was excellent. Great. Um, so I've got um, Josh Scowen. I uh, thought he got bypassed in the first half, was a bit better in the second where he was a little bit higher up the pitch. Um, still want to see him do more around the box. I, d- I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I've got this feeling that there's a there's a player who can, can bang one in from a from a decent mm. distance. He needs a goal, um, off- definitely. He yeah. Needs a goal, yeah. But, I mean, he didn't do much wrong and mm. I give him the standard, the standard six. So, um, Mike, you've got um, uh, another um, very mixed bag of a player in this game, Lyndon Gooch, who we've discussed yeah. at length already. Yeah, I mean, I have written down first half an hour very underwhelming. Mm. Couldn't get into the game. Mm. He just wasn't linking the play up between midfield and Charlie White at all, and that left White isolated. I think for the whole of the first half, he just couldn't get into the game. Um, obviously, I think I have to mention it. Twenty-seven minutes, and he took a shot that didn't even go out for a throw, and I don't know <laughs> what happened there. <laughs> I was looking at this going, "This is just not his day today." But in fairness, obviously, probably the goal helped him for the whole of the second half. Probably gave him the confidence, 
Much better second half. Much better crossing. He was taking the players on when he was in that full-back role. So much more to come from this guy. I just really want to see some consistency from him. But it was a, overall, it was actually turned out to be a really kind of good day from him. Um, mm-hmm. I've actually given him a, a seven and a half for that second half performance just because I think he was so prominent and integral to how, how we changed the game. I, th- I think that's a really fair fair score. I think Matty's been, v- Matty's been very harsh on the website, giving him five and a half. Uh, no. um, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if maybe that was his half-time score that is left in there. Yeah. Do you not think, <laughs> though, long-term, that he's a better sort of right-back, right-wing-back? Because yeah, I, I always think, so. think his best yeah. performances for us are in that position, you know, He's not a ten, you know, because he's so, not sort of when the game's in front of him, like you know, when he can mm-hmm. run into the space, it yeah. suits yeah, him much yeah. better than being in the ten. When he more, kind of he? Yeah. back yeah. to the play, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When he when he's the overlapping player, he looks he looks really dangerous. He can get that extra yeah. yard in front of his man. He got some great balls in uh, to the box, yeah. I think, in the uh, latter stages. And yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously, his pass to to McGeady won us the game. Um, so, uh, McGeady is with you, Ant. Yeah, um, again, poor. I thought he was, to be honest, probably our worst player in the first half. I had him as a four in the first half. I thought he was, as, as we've just mentioned, he didn't give McFadden any help, but he got the ball. I didn't think he did much with it. So, I was really, I thought I thought if we were going to make a half-time sub, he'd be the one to come off. And I'm just glad that Lee Johnson has a bit more patience than what I've got, because there. Uh, Again, second half, he was he was excellent. Um, you know, lovely finish for the goal. You know, mm-hmm. if we if you watch it back, I mean, he just guides it into the box like only Ian McGeady can do. Um, on a sub note, he must have been watching. He was actually watching my Sunderley play yesterday because his his kid plays for our development side. So he was Not he right. was there. Yeah, <laughs> he must have been watching one of our lads do exactly the same because we scored a goal very similar. <laughs> um, so you know, I'm not taking any credit for it, man. Gage, you know, it was all you. Um, but yeah, um, you know, grew, grew into the game as well as what I think was like. You know, it's pretty much what all of Sunderland, all of Sunderland eleven did. You know, we grew into it, and by the end of it, he was looking very, um, very good, and another goal for him, which is great. Um, so I've given him a seven. Great. I think that's I think that's a fair enough mark. Um I've got Jordan Jones. Again, I you know, although he was at the center of everything that went well, I'm getting I'm getting people going ten in on, on the on the <laughs> Skype here. He, there was a few poor deliveries in the first half, which is why he hasn't got a ten. But he was at the center of absolutely everything that we did well. His driving runs, he did a driving run inside on nine minutes, which I think terrified the life out of their defenders. Um, and then he was drawing fouls. He mm. was incredibly influential across the park. Um, I thought he was brilliant. I think the fact that he got took off on 76 boards well for the fact that he, he'll be playing next time he didn't look like he was limping off injured it mm. looks like that was a planned substitution a premeditated substitution what can what can you say i mean uh, that bit of skill genius just before half time has got us back into that match i've given him a 9 and yeah. and i'll stand by it cuz um i thought he was that was absolutely excellent so we come to um charlie wyke uh, for you mike yeah um, and I was just kind of mentioning about Gooch there, how he kind of didn't, he kind of left white guys there because we just couldn't link the, the midfield and the attack. Um, I don't particularly feel like it was his fault for his kind of struggles in the first half. I just think we just couldn't get him into the game. 
and probably credit to Oxford for that as well. Um, actually, you need to know there's, there's a serious amount of good defensive clearances, which are nearly as important that he offers mm-hmm. to us. Uh, then, then his headers in the other box. Uh, there was a few of them in the first and second half, which were key. Mm-hmm. Um, he got better as the game went on. Again, I think it was just the story of this team today. Uh, when Ross Stewart came on, it probably helped him a lot. There was a bit more link-up play between the two. And he put in a really good cross for Stewart, who nearly scored with his first touch. Um, probably not his best game. Kind of struggled a little bit in the first half, but it wasn't a bad performance. I have waked down for a six today. So, oh, I think that's a little bit harsh, given the fact that he got that lovely... Uh, assist at That's the end guy, of the game because uh, defense yeah. splitting pass for, for Max. It was Pollard. a love <laughs> and and the defensive clearances, okay, which, well, we like, to, as we you say, Mike went all the way. Th- no, it's yours, it's your mark. <laughs> but yeah, I I mean, I've got him down as a seven, and just a quick look at what Matty's got him down as as well, which is a seven as well. So maybe it's between a six and a seven. I'll quickly run through the subs. Ross Stewart came on on sixty six minutes. He had a chance immediately. He seemed to really unsettle the def- the uh, the defense. I give him I give him a six. Maguire came on ten minutes later. I thought he did really well on the right, um, combining with Gooch. But he gave the ball away cheaply. Um, he always looks like he's going to give a foul away in a silly area. Um, I've I given him a six on balance, and then Grant Ledbetter came on eighty six minutes. Not really fair to give him a mark, but I thought he did steady the ship to a certain extent. So. Before we uh, rate um, Lee Johnson, let's choose our man of the matches then. Um, and who have you gone for in man of the match? Uh, Jordan Jones. Uh, that was absolutely superb. Um, I would have, I had have probably given him a ten today. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> you know, and, and if he, if we can keep him fit, I mean, like he is terrorized. Every game he, he plays, he's terrorizing the fullback yeah. and. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's unbelievable, you know, such quick and directness. I mean, I've not seen a player like that for us for a long time who's actually got pace, directness, and a quality ball and a quality finish on him. You know, he's he's yeah. literally got the full the full bag. He's got the whole got the whole shebang, really, and a player who I really would like to see us sign, but I think we'll, we'll struggle because there's going to be a lot of teams after him the way he's playing. Um, I, thought he, I, thought it was, I thought it was a perfect performance. It was absolutely superb, and... Nearly scored one of the goals of the season with that with that um, strike oh, me, uh, yeah, before he came about, yeah, the ball. about it. Yeah, yeah. fantastic <laughs> yeah. effort that. And um, I mean, I was screaming at him to put the ball out wide for Gooch, and he whacked the yeah. bar. Yeah, so I was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was thought he was very very good. And you know, credit to credit to him and credit to Johnson for for not mm-hmm. sticking with him when you know we're chasing a goal to, to try and win the game, and he brought him off, which was I thought was excellent management by um, by yep. Lee Johnson to be honest. But yeah, he got a full ten for me. You know, I just love seeing exciting players you know and and uh, someone who can actually you know deliver a great ball and he was he was fantastic today you know so yeah Jordan Jones any disagreement Mike no I echo everything Ant said there I, I can't really add much more mm-hmm. he was absolutely fantastic today again as Ant said his directness just causes so many problems if defenders are shitting themselves when they see him coming at them like he's just so good um, no, Jones be man of the match for me today. He was he was the key man for us. But I, I do want to give a mention to Gooch just for his second half performance. Mm. I think he was just as good um, than Jones was in the second half. He was Gooch was very prominent and integral for us getting into that game. So I think man of, man of the match for Jones, but a special mention for Linda Gooch for that second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. Really quickly, uh, lads, um, Lee Johnson, I've given him... I th- I gave him an eight, and then we got the third, and so I'm going to give him a a, a, a nine because you know 
we came back from a losing position and won the game 3-1 and I yeah. don't think you can argue with the manager um, and his motivation and his tactics and his changes when that's when that's the result mm-hmm. uh, that, you, that you get from that position. Um, so, yeah, any any other marks for, for Lee Johnson then? I've gone exactly the same based on two massive things. He moves Gooch to right back um, mm-hmm. and brings Stewart on, which ultimately... Mm-hmm. We, we look more comfortable then and we look as if we're going to score more goals and for um for not giving Jordan Jones the 90 minutes and for being yeah. clever and bringing him off when even Sean when balls. you know yeah exactly yeah even Sean I mean balls. I don't know if we were, if it was one one or two one I can't quite remember might have been two one oh. we might have scored the second goal but it's very easy to to leave him on because he would have give you that outlet when we're counter-attacking and that's risking an injury for a bloke who's just come back from injury and I thought that was really really clever management and shows what Grant Ledbetter, what Grant Ledbetter said at Wembley. He actually cares about mm-hmm. the welfare of the players. You know, where you could have easily just read, oh, fuck it, I'm keeping them on. You know, he looked at Monday and went, right, we need to bring them off. Superb management. Yep. Your mark, Mike? Yeah, eight as well. As a, everything Anne said, and yourself, excellence mm-hmm. again. He made the right decisions. The only mark I have is just for isolating McFadden in the first half. I think he could have maybe protected him a little bit better. Uh, but other than that, is it like his decisions for in terms of bringing uh, Gooch into the fullback? Uh, not it was actually one all when he took Jones off as well, which I think one, was one the most was it, impressive yeah. part mm-hmm. because he was our most um, I suppose our, our most threatening player, and he he took him off, which I was like, what is he doing? Like we need to win this game, but mm-hmm. I mean he obviously knows better than me, so uh, no, another day, good day for Lee Johnson, eight out of ten as well. Yeah, fantastic. Well, um, it was a another fantastic victory for Sunderland on what is a really Big weekend for the club overall. The um, the ladies are back in action for the first time in a few months um, on Sunday um, at the Academy of Light against Sheffield FC, the original Sheffield FC, which is a really, really big game for them. Well, the oldest football club in the world. Yeah, best of luck to the lasses on that one as well. Yeah, so absolutely. I mean, big luck to Mel Rea and, and Keir Ramshaw and the rest of the, the, the girls um, in the FA Cup. There are a couple of games away from a massive encounter with Man United probably mm. so that, that'll that be uh, wonderful to see them get a result on Sunday and then obviously the men have got that huge game on Sky on Monday night and we'll be we'll be back after that, thank you all for listening and uh, yeah are we the lads? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.